Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the wisest counsel and most fascinating people in the business community from all around our terrestrial orb. I am. Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And let me ask you, my friend, aren't you tired of all these, these success mongers telling you all the ways that you've got to change, the habits you've got to get, the, the people you have to imitate and make yourself more like? And you know that cramming yourself into some stranger's mold is bunk. And after three days of interviewing the, the planet's highest achievers, my wife's husband, Bart Jackson, knows that uh, all high achievers have absolutely nothing, no traits, personality in common. So today, let's toss out the success recipe book and bring in, refreshingly, Dr. George Watts and his uh, boss, bride, and best beloved of the financial realms master, Ms. Vori Blazek. And these two are going to teach you how to grow, not change. And you're going to achieve this leap into growth through a greater understanding of yourself. George and Roy have just unleashed their top-line talent coaching package in a whirlwind tour of India with absolutely rave reviews and results, I might add. And now they've swept down from the city of the big shoulders to share this blend of science and hardcore experience with you. So if you seek to discover your innate personality strengths that can boost your career and heck, add some fun to your life, and also to take a peek at the downside aspects of your personality that may puncture your meteoric rise, just pull up your chair and join us for this feast of wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your adventures flourish. George, it's so good to have you back on The Art of the CEO to introduce your new TLT coaching method. Um, I'm glad you could be here. Well, Bart, thanks thanks so much for having us. We didn't have anything else to do today, so it was. Uh, <laughs> so I said, let's go ahead and do oh, Bart's good. show. So I do appreciate being on the show again. Yeah, I <laughs> understand that entirely. Yeah, you know, it's uh, Boy, uh, many people have said that this this song is, is, is I have the most soporific show on radio. Uh, Laurie and, and like uh, all good wives and CEOs, we're thrilled to have your wisdom here to tether a little TLT, some of TLT's grand ideas down into some uh, solid grounding. Good to have you join us. Well, thank you very much for having me. Um, I'm hoping that my female energy will balance out all the masculine energy of the room today. So thanks again, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Well, I, just to, to kick it all off, George and Laurie, you, you both labored uh, with what I, I think, think is a lot, a great thought and precision in developing your new top-line talent coaching package. So, George, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask, George, why don't you tell us what, what is the program, what's in it? And then, Laurie, uh, after George, why don't you follow up with what's the real benefit? What, what am I as a later gentleman of business going to get out of it okay so george you first what's in it well i appreciate it um first of all Lori and i are senior leadership coaches and we have extensive backgrounds in both psychology and business and before i begin every coaching assignment with a new client i always ask what the client wants to achieve and it always comes down to fundamentally two questions number one how do I take advantage of my own personality strengths to obtain the life and career success uh-huh. I very much? 
And the second is, what in my personality might derail me or keep me from meeting my potential? And so after years of work, we understood the process, and then we digitized it, and we made it available for $99. So that's the story behind TLT Coaching. Whoa. And I, Bart, I, yeah, go ahead, Lori. Yeah, and I just want to jump in on the benefits of the program. Um, it's, I think yeah, the first I benefit. I think the first benefit is that we collapse time. So, you know, most people mature and gain insight as they age. But we said, what if you can grow and mature as much in the next ten to twelve weeks as you would in the next twenty years? And we know that that's possible because we've seen it done, and we've seen people grow exponentially, especially if you're self-motivated and ambitious. And I'd say the second benefit is that we really help you to expand your career vision and develop confidence in that vision. So it's about using your strengths strategically and then finding that right platform to showcase those strengths. I'm really glad you said that, Roy, because the truth is we don't have to be as old as Nestor to be wise, and that uh, our uh, experience, uh, while a good teacher, has, has too high a tuition in terms of time for most of us, so that's great. Now, George, uh, you have here, uh, well, you, you uh, have, have counseled thousands of business people uh, in these here United States, and... Then, and you and Lori have just returned from, uh, as we've mentioned, uh, training another 1,500 leaders uh, on your India tour, two incredibly different cultures, and yet you're still saying that all we homo sapiens fall into five personality categories? And so, George, first of all, what are the five? And secondly, aren't you oversimplifying? I mean, aren't we unique or something? Well, it, it is an interesting story about how behavioral scientists, using factor analysis, statistical technique, managed to understand that there's five core personality traits. And what we have found, regardless of the culture or regardless of the geographical uh-huh. area, we possess these five core traits. So in many senses, okay. we are all connected. Our minds are biologically built the same, but I think, and I'll give God a lot of credit for this, Bart, but the beauty of it is, is each one of us uses the five traits and has the different traits in various degrees, so we all have a unique personality. So we, uh, our program okay. went over so well around the world, and it's because we all are built on the same functional biological model, yet we all express it differently. And that's what keeps the business so fascinating. Oh, I'll bet. I bet. Yeah, it really is. You're studying uh, and and then helping mold uh, one of the most fascinating elements on earth, lessons. Well, now, Lori, let me ask you because it's it's not really George's fault. George is a psychologist. He's a scientist, and categorizations is trade. That's what scientists do. But you are very much a hardcore woman of finance, and you've dealt with a, a full spectrum of business leaders. So let me ask you. Do you see your associates, think back to your coworkers and acquaintances, do you see all these these people fitting into the categories, as George suggests? Boy, the answer to that is a huge yes. And, um, you know, since I've gained this deeper understanding of different personality types, and we, from the big five personality types, created this model um, that we can talk a little bit about later, it's just also clear to me now the way we've broken down the model 
and explain it so that it's simple to understand, and it's just amazingly accurate to identify personality traits of other people. So now I, I really understand why it got along with some people and had more difficulty working with others, and I only wish I had had this insight into my own strengths and, my, and the traits of others you know, a long, long time ago. I mean, I would have had so much more confidence and made much, much better career decisions. Yep, and, I, and you know what I would have done? I would have stopped modeling my behavior after someone else. And I would have oh. myself and, and what would make me a star instead of trying to imitate the behavior of somebody else that I emu- you know, would emulate. So, I, I'm glad you said that. That's a very good thing. Jean-Paul Sartre, the philosopher, talks about the waiter who, doesn't, who is not a waiter but caricatures being a waiter. And I think too many of us uh, uh, tend to do that. I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh, now, George, uh, you've launched. Uh, you, you said something very interesting when we talked earlier. You launched uh, TLT coaching to help people sort of hit and sustain that high mark, there, the peak performance, and uh, by becoming in what you said was intrinsically motivated. What do you mean by intrinsic motivation? Well, I think that's an important part, important point, Bart. One of the most important keys to career success is understanding what intrinsically motivates you. And this is when you're very ambitious, yet the effort is easy. In other words, the effort itself towards success is enjoyable because it is intrinsic right. and you for free in a sense. And, it, it, you know, it's interesting. We recently experienced July 4th in which we celebrated life, liberty, and what? The pursuit of happiness. And what positive psychology has found out? If you're intrinsically motivated by your career, you're taking a huge and significant step towards being happy. And that alone is worth it, being happy. So that's what intrinsically motivated me. I see. And I think that that's that's very important. And as a matter of fact, it's early in the show, but I think we're going to say that we have a quill pen moment here. George has just spoken a timeless truth of business and of life that if you can find that happiness and that that itself will be the motivator and if your the path to success is is something that's happy you're not going to struggle toward it thanks for bringing that up george i appreciate it um if you've just joined us you are listening to the art of the ceo which every tuesday at 2 p.m eastern time floats merrily through the mightily overburdened realms of cyberspace where you may listen and download this sh- and all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com that's theartoftheceo.com and as an added avenue you may also enjoy our shows on csuiteradio.com uh, we're proud members of C-Suite Radio and where the sound waves and sound solutions of business come straight to you from the top. So just visit our Art of the CEO episodes on c-suiteradio.com. Now, Laurie, uh, so much of TLT's gently guiding course along the path of self-discovery involves leading me and toward uh, unveiling my strengths and, and how to wrap a business or career around it. And don't most people already know their strengths? I, I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot of the, to see it. I mean, I, I, uh, to see where I succeed and where I blunder and what makes me happy, how, how tough can that be? 
Well, I agree that most people have a general idea of what they're good at, but very, very few uh-huh. people can use accurate and specific language to describe who they are uh-huh. when they're at their So, you know, if you can't describe this in seven words or less, you don't really truly understand yourself. So when you take take this time to create a brand and a branding statement that is uniquely you and reflects who you are, you know exactly where to focus your energy. So it's not some amorphous, well, I know I'm good at this, you know, it's it's more specific, and it's a huge factor in, in what I mentioned earlier about collapsing time. And it's also really a path to happiness. You know, if you're, if you're using your strengths and you're confident in who you are and you can accurately describe yourself to yourself and to others, you know, that's where you focus your energy and effort, and that's ultimately going to make you happier too. Does that make sense? Hello. All right. Uh, problem. We just where's the where's the uh, where's the where's the calling page? My goodness, we seem to have had a little a little stoppage of time, but I think we're going to come right back in again. Just a second, hold on, folks. Hello, hello, I am here. We're here. Oh, wonderful! That's wonderful. You'll have to excuse me. I, 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 my nose dropped into the wine I was drinking, and uh, we had an accident <laughs> there. Anyway, Laurie. Uh, so again, on the personal uh, branding. On, uh, as I say, in Verbo Veritas, give us an example of how my I might brand myself to myself for greater understanding of of direction and, and self uh, self discovery. Well, I can I can share my personal brand with you. So I'm what you would oh, call that, an agreeable. Okay, I'm I'm what you would call an agreeable extrovert. So I'm I'm uh-huh, pretty collaborative. Uh-huh with others, and I enjoy um, being around people, and and I'm socially bold. So that combination um, creates a brand for me that I call myself um, uh, an empathetic energizer, okay? So what I can do is tap into somebody's feeling and then help them see a vision for themselves and, and energize them toward that vision. So my personal branding statement is I help people visualize their future. So when okay. I'm doing that is really who I am, you know, and it's very mm-hmm. specific and it's very um, very unique to me. There may be many other agreeable extroverts out there, but their branding uh-huh. statement is really going to be unique to them. Does, does that make sense? Oh, it makes total sense, particularly when George was saying that this is, you take 
who you are, and you you take that brand, and you and everyone expresses it differently. And you've just said how you express it differently. So I'm going to give you a test here right now, uh, and that is, Lori, we're on the subject of strengths now, and we're talking about branding. So I want to put you to put your connubial insights to the test here, and along with your CEO uh, and psychologic knowledge. Uh, what are your best beloved, that is Dr. George Watt's strengths, and what kind of business, if any, uh, would you, as a bride and PLT CEO, authoritatively say that George Watts is suited for? Well, when I first met George about eight years ago, it became really obvious to me what his top two traits were, and he is an open-minded extrovert. And his brand... Uh-huh. Yeah, he's an open-minded extrovert. So he he likes to think big. He's he's in the future. He's got great ideas. But he also enjoys being with people. And a lot of people who are open-minded, you know, a lot of those folks are introverts. So George has a nice combination of being able to, you know, uh, visualize, uh, brainstorm, and then articulate his vision to other people. And so his branding statement, um, his, his actual brand is that he's an inspiring presenter. And as CEO, oh, his branding okay. is he inspires people to believe in themselves. Okay, so think about that. He inspires people to believe in themselves. So as the CEO of this company, what I want George to be doing is coaching, speaking, coming up with big ideas, and that's where he's really going to add strategic value to me as a partner is he's tapping into his core strength. Right. So I'm less okay, open-minded. Okay, that was. Yeah, I'm less open-minded than him. Um, I'm more in the moment. You're a wife. You're so supposed I, to be less open-minded. You're supposed to keep it on track. That's what wives do. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so we're grounded, and he's are open-minded. So that's a really nice combination. So we complement each other and we also help each other, you know, think uh, differently than we would ordinarily. Okay. Well, now, George, you talk about, uh, again, discovering hidden strengths uh, as a pathway to performance. Uh, and you, you've done so many people and w- without revealing any anyone's name or anything. Could you give us one story, an example of an individual who unveiled this truth in an aha moment and sort of on a road to Damascus discovery said, ah, ah, I see a new vision of what I'm capable of. Have you got to give us one tale like that, would you? Yeah, I, it, and it, it, it's very recent, like two nights ago. This senior executive oh, took my. me out to dinner. It, it, night, uh, uh, took me out to dinner, and he wanted to celebrate because he had closed the biggest deal of his life. It was $500 million. Whoa. He closed the deal. He credits TLT coaching. Good Lord. Uh-huh. And, That's well he and, should. And, Go and, ahead. Yeah. Well, and through the program, what he did was understand his strength was his extroversion. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what oh. we did is – have him mature that extroversion because extroverts oftentimes make lousy listeners, okay? So we got him to mature that extroversion, mm-hmm. learn to listen, Bart. And because he worked through yeah. his need for recognition, he was able to focus on the client, and he had deeper meetings than the competition, and he understood what the client was saying and what the client was not saying. And because he was able to suppress his own ego, he was able to listen more effectively, and he felt felt 
that this was the real critical difference in getting a $500 million deal. Needless to say, his career has taken off in a very bold kind of way. So I think that's a really good example of somebody understanding their strength, using that strength, and overcoming the shadow to that strength. Well, frankly, I, I, I think I've, I've just heard half a million reasons to uh, sign up for TLT Coaching. Uh, and the book behind that, uh, behind the TLT Coaching, uh, the title is? Behind the TLTCoaching.com. Okay. But I, I, uh, there is a book that is read with that. Is there not part of the program? No, uh, the, book, the book is called Becoming a Strategic Leader. And the book... The ebook is part of the entire course, Bart. Right. Okay, I just want to make sure of that. Of that. Okay, uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lori's going to continue her Feast of Wise Council with uh, some uh, further perspective on personal branding and uh, with much more right after you and I take a brief sorbet for t- from today's Feast of Wisdom and allow me to offer you a few utensils for today's feast and the first utensils I always do uh, uh, may I remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of chief executive officer of yourself and since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career allow me to ask will this be the day that you share a strength find some place in your business where one individual strength that you possess can be generously used to help a co-worker or Will you continue to silo your own gifts and wonder why your abilities forever go unnoticed? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can sense you yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. And so I thumbed through it marvelously, and here we have, aha, this is number 20. Um, <clears throat> I love this. My career coach says, for success to come my way, I need to cut my hair like Bill Gates, then adopt Jeff Bezos' work schedule, Elon Musk's communication skills, and Mark Zuckerberg's ethical compassion, and also pay his invoice promptly. <laughs> so, what do you think, George? Can I, uh, can I forge my own peak performance by slavishly emulating the greats? Well, Bart, if we coached you, we would convince you of one thing. You're beautiful and perfect What's just that? the way you are. And that you don't need oh, to change. Oh, my goodness. You don't need to change. You, seriously, you don't need to change. What we would encourage you <laughs> is to grow and become more of who you are when you're at your best mm-hmm. and not imitate the behavior of others. And I think that's what t- sets TLT coaching apart, Bart. So many programs want you to be somebody else, and we want you to be who you yeah, are. Yeah. Well, I I agree with you, and as I'm in my own afterthought. I said the only common trait all successful people have in common is good fortune, uh, and the rest of it, you, you really wind up thinking, act like your own marvelous self. At uh, at any rate, if you smirked a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of the 102 or the 101 best business quips, and those slashes of wit uh, that you share will perk up your ears to all those uh, folks on whom your future depends on engaging. And as a third utensil, we sumptuously spoon to you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is the name of the individual who said, credit cards are like snakes. Handle them long enough, and one of them is bound to bite you. <laughs> Those words were 
is spoken by none other than U.S. Senator and 2020 presidential contender, Miss Elizabeth Warren. So, congratulations to all you winners, and stick with us, because later on the show, Blurting Your Way, comes yet another enriching quotations. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or to be, and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at bartsbooks.com. And if your knowledge is correct, you will earn yourself a mind and soul-stirring gift, freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And psychologist Dr. George Watts will turn to uh, soon to entrepreneurs and explain what personality cultivations and other transitional steps will prove absolutely vital for them right after we make this introduction to you of the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing. I invite you to take good scrutiny of their latest volume. It's a, it's a gem of a guide. It's called CEO of Yourself. And... And so allow me to ask you, who's making your life choices at this point, my friend? Are you directing the enterprise of you, or have you fallen into default mode? CEO of Yourself helps you discover your many marvelous assets and employ them towards goals that bring you a sense of mastery and a lot more fun. So, uh, well, I, first of all, before we, I've got to warn you, I'll give you a little comment here. CEO of Yourself is not for the lazy, and it's not for weaklings. It makes you stand up, and using the model of chief executing officer forces you to form such things as principles, forge your own character, sculpt yourself into the effective person that you want to be. So if you've got that kind of fire in your belly and desire for an exhilarating life, then go for it, my friend, and pick up your copy of CEO of Yourself from BartsBooks.com. Carpe diem, my friend. You are indeed worth it. And now with utensils in hand, uh, my friend, turn your avid ears and afterminds back to the wise and refreshing counsel of George Watts and Laurie Blazek as they unveil your effective, if hidden, business prowesses. So, George, here I am. I'm, I'm stuck in a company that's not working. Simply put, no one wants my product. Or I'm in a job position that's basically hitched my wagon to a tree stump, going nowhere. All the leadership and personal discovery skills uh, are not going to lever success out of this situation. What what should I be looking for from TLT or, or any kind of career coaching and planning? Well, the first thing I would say is that you're stuck because you're not thinking accurately. From your perspective, mm. you feel helpless. But when you truly know your right. personality strengths, you gain a sense of deep confidence. You know who you are. And then once you know who you are, Bart, and you know how you add strategic value – the next step is finding the right platform, but you are able to be very exacting in the platform that you're looking for. And finding that platform is much easier because you precisely define how you add specific strategic value. The possibilities become much more obvious. So I think your career is hooked to a stump because you're thinking inaccurately, and I would challenge the accuracy of your thinking, Bart. Oh, Okay. Good for you. That's, that's fabulous. Lori, um, I just have a, a, a question. Uh, as I'm evolving toward this uh, understanding and thinking more accurately, and um, with that, my communication through the proper words and leadership uh, will, will change. What are some of the attitudes that I'm going to see changing within myself as, as I work through this process? What uh, What's, what, is, what cultivations are going to grease my pathway? 
Well, from my own experience, um, I would say that when you take the time and self-analyze and really begin to understand who you are and then can precisely and accurately describe yourself to yourself, you know, we keep coming back to this idea of confidence, but this is when you become more confident. You know, you have the confidence to seek out new opportunities, to stretch, take a stretch assignment, uh, to look in new directions. Um, and, you know, when you're focused on that brand and, and your branding statement and how you can do more of that every single day, it does give you clear direction on how to focus your career and your energy. So um, that's, okay. that's what I would say about that. Okay. Well, George, you talk about, you when we chatted a while back, you talked about the five transitional steps that every entrepreneur must make. Now, I'm not going to ask you to spill your whole course over the airways here, but could you point just one of the transitional steps that most entrepreneurs neglect, fail to make, uh, and it's a, ends up being a potential blunder as, as they move into their business? Yes, and I, entrepreneurs invariably want freedom to exercise their strongest personality trait. Now, they may not know that, but that is what is sure. fundamentally driving them. Let me give you an example. If I'm a strong extrovert, I'm going to be a selling CEO. But if I don't keep track of the numbers, right. I could have cost overruns that would cause me to file bankruptcy. Conversely, let's say I was an introvert. Right. I was a brilliant scientist, but I didn't know how to sell and I didn't know how to position my product. So as a result, I never went anywhere with it. So it's, it's, it's not enough just to utilize your strength. You have to understand how to complete the transactional cycle and use every trait. And that's why entrepreneurs fail. Yeah. They rely overly on their one trait. But you can compensate, bring in partners ah. to, to, to help you be successful, Bart. You really, you really truly can. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I, uh, I know it, it's, it is – I'm really glad that you – brought out the aspects and and I think that the broadening is of of um well defining yourself and then finding the broadening both broadening your strength but seeing where it ends and where you need help is very very vital um i want to we're we're moving along and there's one thing two things uh i want to ask first of all george really quickly uh say i'm i'm age 18 20 and the whole world turns for a young person at this life i'm about to launch off on university study perhaps or not move into a trade the world of choices is here before me is tlt coaching the sort of thing that's going to bring benefit for me or should i go out there and get work experience first take tlt coaching learn who you are and what your strengths are at an early age and you'll go a lot further I'll give you a very quick example. I once mowed lawns with a guy that was 16. We both uh, were with the park service. He came to the uh, park manager and said, listen, I've got a way to mow more lawns faster, and he gave him an analytical spreadsheet. He got a job inside corporate. I remain mowing lawns. Today, this guy is chief financial (laughs) officer, one of the biggest corporations in the world and makes millions of dollars. The point is find out what you do well early strategically utilize it, you're going to go a lot further in your career, period. The unexamined life uh, may be worth living, but the examined life is the one that's going to bring you a lot more fun. You're absolutely right. Um, okay, George and Roy, there's, um, 
one thing I'm going to ask you, because this is this something that, that you two do exceptionally well, and uh, at least from all I can uh, can infer, uh, you have that rare and congenial partnering in your uh, marriage and in mutually in the business you run. So I'd like to ask you first, first, Lori, you first, what vital piece of advice could you offer uh, to to young marrieds who are trying to join in both a connubial and a corporate relationship? What would you say? That's such an interesting question because I think it applies both to married couples and, and to, you know, just simply business partners. But uh, I think it, it comes back to what we've been discussing, that each person should be in a role to do what they do best. So a, a good example of that in our business is that um, how George and I collaborate when we write. We write a lot of articles. We've written a book together. We've written several sure. training programs. So George comes up with the big the way, idea. Everything. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the idea guy. He's got, he's got great ideas. Uh-huh. Uh, and what I do is I take them and I organize them. I put them down on paper in a way that it, it's compelling to read and interesting to read. And so that's an example of where both of us are adding real strategic value to each other and to the process as a whole. And, you know, Bart, I'll jump in. And I call it. You have to make sure, one yeah. and one make three. One and one has to make three. How does your combined personality strength form a unique market advantage? And I think that's the key question. Right. It's also a lot of fun having somebody that you love and has your back every day, Bart. It's really it makes the entrepreneurial journey a lot more enjoyable. Oh, that's truly true. Absolutely true. My wife says that that uh, even though I uh, I know a multitude of things, they're mostly wrong. So uh, she has decided that what I really she would be very happy to back me as I move toward a political career. There you go. So um, <laughs> it's just a thought. And and uh, now one one final thing before before we run off you. Uh, uh, Suppose that I am an individual energetically striving to set my wheels on peak performance, get on the fast fast track, as we used to say way back when, uh, or I'm a, a CEO whose team truly needs personal growth. Uh, how can I jump on board the top-line talent coaching program? How do we find you? How do I do it? Go to tltcoaching.com. Watch the videos. Look at the landing page. I guarantee you, you'll have at least one aha reaction. And just e- email us at info uh, at tltinfo.com. Yes. Yeah, info at tltcoaching.com. Um, what's nice about this program is that a portion of it is online. There's one-on-one coaching that you can add on to it, and we can customize any kind of um, situation depending on you know what your what your objectives are, how large the team is. Um, so we can do live kickoffs and touch points along the way, and and you know, we're, we've got a lot of flexibility how we can deliver this program to people. Well, you you say it's twenty thousand dollars worth of coaching for ninety nine. That's uh, that's as um, uh, Nathan Rothschild would say, a damn good investment. So, uh, I thank you both for coming on. This is uh, I've certainly learned a lot, and uh, I thank you so much. Uh, it's going to be, and I wish you all the best, and uh, with the new TLT program. Thank you so much, Bart. It's always a pleasure to be on your program. You do a great job, and you form a, and you perform a great service. It's an honor to be with you today. It truly is. Thank you, Bart. 
<laughs> Thank you both very much. So as we round out today's feast, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. That is, who was it who said, the time to save is now. When a dog gets a bone, he doesn't go out and make a down payment on a bigger bone. He buries the one he's got. <laughs> and as a hint uh, to the author, this gentle person who never met a person he didn't like uh, says that instead of telling jokes, he merely looked at the government and reported the facts. Remember, if you know the author of this quote, just write that author's name down as you believe him or her to be and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely soul-igniting gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And be sure to tune in next week to The Art of the CEO, particularly you younger listeners, uh, when we you're going to witness a clashing debate between renowned speaker and author Mark Perna, author of Answering Why, who is convinced that young folks should enter education with a purpose and with job skills and potential salary as a primary goal versus your host, Bart Jackson, author of CEO of Yourself, who insists that an active sense of wonder remains your most vital education and vital business tool. Who's right? Well, you decide. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, our head of sales spends more time on the golf course with cronies than making calls in his office. In fact, if he weren't making so much money for us, we'd fire him. <laughs> so before you criticize the process, my friend, make sure you check the results. And to you gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as Laurie and George and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you may download this in all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. And finally to you, who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you.